Yo, this is Joe. And this is your boy, Eli. Welcome back to another episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast. On this episode, we'll be giving a quick little breakdown of our thoughts and opinions. But first, the intro. guys welcome back to another episode of the off wrestling podcast you're first i gotta start you're first i gotta start with it um i believe on this thursday Vince McMahon will be on the pat mcafee show is it mcafee or mcafee mcafee there we go pat mcafee show um for me i'm excited for because i think the interview is gonna be dope but i feel like it's a work i feel like they're using this to build towards vince versus pat in some capacity you remember the adam cole versus pat thing and then that yeah. kind of led to the match that's exactly what i'm thinking this question is do we want to see it isn't vince like 76 now i don't want to see it i really don't want to yeah. see it. unless it's like a street fight or something either a street fight or they do like a cinematic match that's the only way to come mm. off i'm gonna say no to the cinematic match <laughs> no <laughs> but with the with the street fight i almost feel like this match is basically replacing the um the shane mcmahon spot we had mania Mm. I could have seen Shane doing this exact same thing, you know what I mean? Versus Pat. Shane You're versus right. Pat makes way more sense. Like, you know, and they talked about his WrestleMania opponent, but they never said what it who it was. Mm-hmm. I think people assumed it was Kevin Owens just because he eliminated KO from the Rumble, but it could have been anybody. It could have been Pat, you know what I mean? And it kind of makes sense to me because they're both caught in that category where they don't really wrestle, but they have one off <laughs> good matches. So yeah, yeah, I feel like that was probably the plan, and now Vince is stepping <laughs> in. Um it's gonna be terrible. Yeah, but some some people are saying like you know it could be Austin Theory like stepping in like but even mm-hmm. so I don't know if I want to see that you know what I mean Austin Theory versus Pat maybe a little bit yeah. more but you know not better. Yeah, they need to add a little more to sweeten the deal for me on this one. Um, but I am kind of intrigued by the fact that you know Vince is gonna be doing an interview because he rarely really does them. I think the last podcast interview he did. Was a Stone Cold, yeah, the, the Stone WB Cold Network. One. That was the last one he did, which is weird because Austin Theory on Raw this week, he was talking to Vince. It was like, "Hey, you haven't had a sit down interview in twenty right. years." I remember that. I was, I was like, watching that no. too. I was like, "That's not accurate." He actually did it like a few years ago. I was like, "I know the interview you're talking about. He's done many interviews after that." So that was kind of weird. I was like, "Was that yeah. supposed to be the character, Mister McMahon, that was doing that past interview? Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make much sense." Um, but I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm definitely gonna be watching it when it comes out. I just don't know like what will happen. Like I, I get that it'll probably be a good interview, and then somewhere along the lines they're gonna throw in some type of scripted part where like it leads to a feud or maybe Austin Theory busts to the studio and starts beating up Pat McAfee and his <laughs> friends. Like I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. But I'm definitely they got me intrigued for sure. I'm at least intrigued. I'm intrigued for the interview, not for the match. Yeah, you can keep the match, bro. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can keep that match, bro. Yeah. Um, so this woman has been a hot topic in the world of wrestling um, for many, multiple reasons. Her name is Nikita Lyons. I feel like personally, like, I haven't seen a new superstar or NXT superstar. And she has, like, no background anywhere else, I don't think, as far as wrestling. I've never I- seen this type of, like, exposure for a new superstar 
Yeah, I want to say I was doing a little bit of research. They said she wasn't like wow or something. Um, Ah, okay. They were saying, I mean, based on they had like a couple of vignettes for her in NXT. Have you seen Mm -hmm. the vignettes? They were like they were saying that she was a singer, dancer, model, and fighter. Um, The the vignettes. I mean, that's in the vignettes or whatever. I mean, there's there's slightly some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be like a little bit hokey, just like the the vignettes that they're doing and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. But apparently, she's trained in kickboxing and MMA, and she's actually been in like TV shows. And she's an artist by the name of I think Faithy J. Is her name? Interesting. Like if you look her up on YouTube, her name is Faithy J, and like she actually sings and does all these things. I just don't know how that trans how this going to translate. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like as a character on wrestling, where it's like this person that's like. Is she gonna have like a sing off or a dance off? Like typically, when you have that kind of background, it does yeah. not translate well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Hopefully, the fans loved like her a, though. The fans loved her. They do. Hopefully, it's a Leo Rush thing where like he does the music on the side. Yeah. Like maybe she does her music on the side, but then yeah. she her main thing is wrestling. Uh, right. But now she she definitely you know made a lot of different waves you know on social media. And I've seen like pretty much every major page and like yeah. you know news place like pretty much post her. So that's Which, a good. That's like some good exposure, you know what I mean? Like you really are just starting NXT, you're in development, so you already have like this exposure. And they even yeah. posted on like the main WWE Instagram today, and I was like, wow, like they're they, really running with this, you know what I mean? Yeah, they did. Loki reminded me of when Hook debuted. Like it was kind of like that overnight, oh uh, yeah, like yeah. a meme, like kind of like a kind of like a meme thing, but you kinda, know, yeah. kind of like a meme she went thing. Viral. Like overnight, immediate viral success. Like everybody's talking about her from this one match, just yeah. like Hook. Um, but like, with the with the match though, she was a little rough around the edges. There were like some awkward parts in the match say that, yeah. where I was like, "This looks kind of rough," but it's like she's in developmental, so like she can kind of like you know wrinkle out the kinks right now. Yeah. But yeah. I think for the most part, she looks super dope. Um, I think if she stays in developmental for another two to three years, she'll be straight. Like she'll be a, a top level talent. I feel like in no time. Um, but it just depends on if Vince uses her the right way when she gets to the main roster. We Man. can love her. We there, can love her and be a fan of her, but yeah. if Vince doesn't like her, she's going to get fired. So, there have been so many know, main roster car, I mean, uh, call-ups, man, that just broke my heart when they got let go, man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, man. Her um, finish is dope, too, though. Yeah, well, finish. she's got the, was it like a spinning? It's like a Some type of spinning kick, kick and then, yeah. like, she's got the split like Cameron used to do. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I saw the split, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Um, so Cesaro not resigning with WWE. I'm personally happy for him. Like I feel like I he be is happy such, yeah, he is such a dope talent that I don't think WWE would ever use him the appropriate way. Yeah. And like you could tell like Vince was really trying to figure something out with him, but he just couldn't figure it out. Cause this man has been in it. A bunch of random tag teams over the years. <laughs> he's teamed up with everybody. You know what I mean? Yes, like, yes. He's had like all the mid tier titles. Yeah. He's had like these stop start pushes. Like he's been so many different versions of a character of Cesaro. And I just think it's time for him to go somewhere else. Like it's time for him to go somewhere else and like really try to do something new and, you know, build somewhere else. Cause it, I don't think WWE's the place for him to, you know, figure out who he's going to be as a next level talent. Yeah, it really is about like what they, how they think, what Vince thinks about the actual character. You know what I mean? I yeah. think there's a spot for him. I think like the height, the height of his push was definitely when he had the whole thing with you know Rome, Rosef and everything, and you know, I think thinking he had a little program with Roman or whatever. 
Um, but they just never got past that. And he kind of just went to, I don't know if I even saw him after that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he disappeared. Um, he just kind of disappeared. Like all the faces of map. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. It's dope that his last mania was against Seth, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, they definitely, they fumbled a bag with that one. They dropped the ball. With that one. They definitely, AEW bound did. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So that's the it's thing too. Even... It's like, I really want to see him at AEW. Like if anybody needs to go, it's him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's so many people over there. But at the same time, people are kind of leaving AW2. So, like, with Cody gone, they might need somebody to kind of take his spot. I don't know how well Cesaro will take a Cody Rhodes level spot. But, you know, I feel like they definitely could use, like, at least one or two more talents over there. But I just feel like they have so many people that I don't want him to get lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean? But we'll have to see what happens with him. I'm just happy that he's leaving this company that didn't really know. What <laughs> same, man. Same. Yeah. Um, so you watched the you watched the Zaya Lee debut, right? I did. It's <laughs> weird. It's, it's well. It's I'll say this. It's weird because I swear, I almost swear she already had a debut. Like it felt like it when she came out the last time. So mm-hmm. I think um, she saved somebody from like Natalia like two months ago, right? Remember that? Yes. She she, did, they yeah. had the um, all I remember was the entrance. The entrance is like the biggest <laughs> thing, like. Um, and she has like the lightning effects yeah. or whatever in the middle of it that nobody um, can see in the live. Audience. Yes, I was gonna say because like, I was watching it, I was watching it, and I was like, I looked at the fans' faces and they look like, What is she doing? You know what I mean? Because you can't see it live. Like, She's oh. like, Yeah, yes, <laughs> but uh, this push, this push almost feels like it's three months too late because oh, yes. It's like, you know, they started the thing like I hate bullies. I remember we were talking about the the comic book thing that they did. That was dope. It was dope. Super dope. Super but dope. They never followed through with it. And I always wonder like when when uh Naomi was getting bullied for like four months, like why did she not come out every week to <laughs> to help? Like, if she hate, if she really hates bullies, like I think she may have came out like one time, but why did she not consistently come out to like help with her and Sonya? That never made any sense to me. You know what I mean, like what what do they do? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they've kind of like dropped the ball. Like, obviously, it's like there's so much they could have done with her, but I just feel like they just didn't know what to do and they just had a debut now. But it's like WrestleMania is literally like in a month. Like, why do it now? Now. (laughs) Like, she's going to get lost in the build to WrestleMania. Why not wait? If you're going to have her debut or even have her like be a character, why not just wait till after WrestleMania to bring her back? You know what I mean? Like, keep showing vignettes like y'all show Veer. <laughs> that's, I mean, even to even to WWE, I feel like that's become a joke. Like they're just that's playing with us at this point. It's he's not. He's not coming. He's not coming. No. He's, he's not coming. Like they joke it's about a, it. Like yeah, it's a running joke. But it's like at least wait till later. But I guess it's like it's better now than never. Maybe they're gonna have it to where like she wins that women's battle royal at WrestleMania. Yeah, like that's the only thing I can see for her right now. It's like that would make the most sense for her because it would still kind of keep her character like valuable until next year you know what i mean so or next uh you know after wrestlemania so do you think the match was okay i thought it was okay the fans seemed to be really behind her um i just i feel like it was so quick that i didn't really get to see much of what she could do she kind of just powered up and did a spinning hill yeah. and the match was over you know? and got angry yeah so angry. i just i feel like i need to see more from her and what her skill set is before i have like a critique of what she can do in the ring you know same I mean? that's, that's exactly yeah. how i feel um yeah. same with the the so with the going along with the women's division did you you saw how like Naomi and Sasha are apparently gonna be a tag team and going for the tag team titles now? I saw that. So I thought that Naomi was coming in to attack Sasha to set that's, up a feud. That's what I thought too. 
And now it's like, since I saw that, I'm like, I kind of would like that better than them tag team together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel yeah, like yeah. them two, like, they should stay single superstars. Like, they should always be prepared to go and get the titles. That's just me. Um, and I feel like eventually, since they're, you know, unifying the men's titles, they might unify the women's titles, too. I don't mm, know for sure. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't that. know don't for that. sure. Yeah. Um, but was... hopefully not. Hopefully not. But um, I definitely thought she was coming in and attack her. Um, it definitely would be a better situation if they were just feuding, but I get it because they they want to elevate the tag titles. Like the tag titles aren't really relevant right now. Like unfortunately, they made Zelina Vega queen. Yeah. I don't really feel like she changed much as a character. Yeah. And you have Carmella. People don't really like Carmella for real. <laughs> they don't like Carmella. I mean, they kind of, some people do, but you know, they, they have the tag titles, and I feel like it's kind of those titles are meaningless. And I feel like putting on Naomi and Bianca, not Bianca, but Sasha. It makes the titles more valuable. So. I feel like the peak, yeah, the peak of the, the relevance of the title was when uh, Sasa and um, Bailey, Bailey, won. yeah, <laughs> in the middle of it, I was like, because I was like, when is Bailey coming back? Because it's been so long. Never. No, no, nah, she's she's got to come soon. She's coming back, yeah. So yeah, in my mind, like I'm I'm hoping they're they're bringing them together just to have bring relevance to the title. So it's, you know, it's a big deal again. Mm-hmm. They don't really have, I mean, in my opinion, they don't really have enough women to necessarily even have a women's tag division. Um, they don't. Otherwise, but yeah, it's like when I look at it, I'm like, okay, who are they going to face? No, they can't fight the iconics. <laughs> they're gone. They can't fight Naya and Shayna. You know, Naya's gone. You know what I mean? So it's like, there, there aren't really a lot of mm-hmm. true actual women's tag teams unless you start digging up in NXT. So that's why I'm like, you, yeah, keep them single. They should be fighting for the, the women's championship. doesn't make any sense. Right? Yeah, so I just had a thought now thinking that, like what you said about, you know, they're going to NXT. I feel like if they had it where, like, the titles just floated to different brands. That would so be whoever cool. has the women's tag titles, they just go to each brand and defend them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like that also gets, you know, people that don't watch NXT that watch WWE to watch NXT and watch their pay-per-views if they have, you know, some relevant stars with the title. So I think I could see that happening. I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, but at least like Sasha and Naomi get a lot of TV time. So you'll see the titles more. Right. But it just depends on what they do after Naomi and Sasha lose the titles is what's most important. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's way more important. Cause we don't want it to go back to being irrelevant. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So you saw the that Edge. I mean, that AJ basically stepped up to become Edge's opponent at Mania. Um, did you, what did you think of that? And did did it look to you like it was like a, a Edge doing like a heel turn on Monday? That was definitely a heel turn. <laughs> yeah. Like everything about it just screamed heel. You know what I mean? Like I was low like, blow and everything. Yeah, and it's funny because like he sat there and begged for an opponent. Pretty much like this week and last week, <laughs> yeah. And then once you get Thank your God opponent, my. you attack them like that. I'm like, what? But I get it because like Edge is kind of like a, if you know his character, he's a savage character. You know what I mean? Yes. But I just feel like the way they did it, it felt a little rushed. It like did. they should have had it where you know AJ when we came out and was like, you know, it's WrestleMania season. I don't have an opponent. You know, I really want to face Edge. I respect Edge. You know what I mean it's kind of giving like this whole face speech. I respect Edge, and then have Edge come out, you know, show him respect back, and then the next week have Edge attack him. I feel like that kind of does more story wise, yeah. Versus just having Edge just flat out like go savage mode. Like, like I AJ. said, the only reason the only reason I I question whether or not it was a heel turn is because AJ isn't a isn't a face. So you know, yeah, I don't. I I feel like it'd be uh, better if he was a face. But I get what you're saying too. Like he actually isn't a face right now. But I don't know. I feel like this would have been a chance to turn him into a face. 
You know what I mean? Like that would I feel like that would make more sense to have if Edge is gonna be the heel, make him face right away. Yeah. Make I mean, AJ face right away. Yeah. Yeah. So but it just it looked weird having a Hall of Famer beg for a match. Like you're a Hall of Famer. You're Edge. Like, why is he begging for a match? That just that didn't <laughs> although, sit right with me. Although they did have John Cena do that one year with the Undertaker. True. Very true. Which, by the, which, by the way, I know we already previously talked about it, but it kind of reminds me of what they're doing with like Kevin Owens right now, mm-hmm. um, where he's kind of he's calling out Texas, but really he's calling out Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. People are saying that that's going to be like, you know, the match for Mania, you know, KO versus Undertaker. But honestly, it almost feels like it's more so not really a match, but more so like a segment where Stone Cold kind of comes out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if you remember, yeah, it's what, not going to be a match. Yeah. yeah. What John Cena did, like, it was kind of a match, but not really because Cena was just like sitting in like in the crowd at Mania and he kind of called him out. So it doesn't feel like it's going to be an actual match as much as they're hyping up. It's just going to be like a. He comes out and gets a stunner. You know what I mean? That's yeah, it's a it's a stunner to make it stupendous, marvelous, wonderful, <laughs> amazing. What yeah, was that commercial saying? Yeah. What was that commercial saying? <laughs> yeah, all that. <laughs> Everything radiant. Sorry. All right, listen. Back. I'm just reading the lotion <laughs> bottles on my dresser right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so switching over to AEW news. Um, this promo, man, like it really, really got me. So it's the MJF promo on Dynamite. Him pretty much just talking about what got him into wrestling. Yeah. Him being a fan of CM Punk. Um, and he's talked about CM Punk being like his idol for a long time. They keep showing the picture with Punk and MJF from when MJF was younger. Um, and it just I was like, okay, like he's a fan of him, cool. Like that makes sense storyline wise. But like hearing him actually talk about it in the ring, like his real emotional connection to CM Punk, that really got me. Like that was a great promo it was amazing what do you think i was like why is i was like how is he crying on cue like on this like this, this was good bro. <laughs> his voice cracked this at one point. His voice crack it was legit probably one of the best i mean we've already seen so many good mjf promos um if you type in like you know mjf promo like pretty much everyone you're gonna find is is good like i haven't Fire. i really haven't seen a bad one you know especially yeah. the stuff he did with the. Um, What's his name against uh, Pillman? You know what I mean, oh my god, he's had, he's had some amazing. About those. Yeah. He's had some amazing promos, but yeah, this is definitely arguably, I mean, arguably probably one of the best ones he's ever mm-hmm. done, which is like yeah. saying a lot. You know what I mean, and it's all factual; it's a hundred percent factual information. You know what I mean, yeah, and he wasn't really a heel; like he was a heel, but he wasn't really a heel in this promo. It's just yeah. The real MJF there, like it was a real person. Yeah. It was, I mean, it wasn't a performer, you know. Yeah, like every bad character has something about them that was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Like with Thanos, it's like, oh, well, I actually get that. You know what I mean, so yeah. something that motivates them to do what they do. Yeah, um, but you could really tell that he spoke from the heart, and I like the part where he was like, um, he practiced promos in his in the mirror till his voice got weak, and it's just I don't know, like you could really like I could visualize, I could visualize him doing that. You know what I mean, yeah. like. That was such great story. I don't know if he wrote that or he just said it off the dome, but it was fire. Um, and I like Sam Punk coming out too and be like, "Was all that true?" And then uh, Jeff was like, "Yeah." And he just started crying, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> this is gold." This man, awesome. yeah. this is this is why I watch wrestling right here. You know what I mean? Like this is this is gold, man. I can't wait until you know if they get to the next step in their story. I think they have a match at Revolution. I think the rematch yeah. match. So I'm definitely gonna be tuning and watching that one for sure. And then, um, so I think Jeff Hardy kind of stitched himself a little bit. Um, so there was a he snitched and he tried to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, he had an interview with some dude, I guess, like backstage at a concert or something, some club. 
and I guess the guy was asking him about like his career and stuff, and then he just randomly said, <laughs> he was like, I'll be going to AEW. And then the guy that, you know, did the interview with him put out the, I guess, the video, and everybody saw it, it went viral. Yeah. And then now he's saying, like, you know, F that guy. He shouldn't have put it out or something. And it's like, but you said it in the interview. Like, you, that means you're okay with it being out there. Well, what are we saying about, he was saying, like, nothing's official with AEW and everything. And, like, it's not necessarily like nothing's in mm. writing. It hasn't actually happened and everything. But it's like, he kind of swole. I feel like that's the plan, but he, he kind of like spoiled his debut even a little bit. Yeah. Like, he, he spoiled it. And that could have been, it could have been for Revolution for all we know. Yeah, yeah, but I'm still, I'm still excited for him though, and it'll be interesting to see what he does in AEW because, like, like you said, not not like you said, but there's a forbidden door pretty much in AEW, and it's like there's so many people you want to see come through that door, and I feel like it just makes sense for Jeff to be the next person that comes through and wrestle somebody, and even if it's like the Hardy Boys versus Private Party, um, but. I'm definitely excited to see him wrestle. I don't know how how much longer we want to see him wrestle. Right. <laughs> at the capacity With, he wrestles at, but yeah. I think you know, um, an AEW run is definitely like going to be dope. I can remember reading their book in middle school. You know what I mean? Bro, I read um, the book too. <laughs> yeah, when in middle school it was like 2000. I don't know, like 2001. I can't remember. Uh, it was it was a long time ago. Anyway, I read um, that in like the fifth grade, I think. Yeah. Dang, well, nobody sorry. knows when that is when they're listening right now, but but, <laughs> yeah. but but I'm just saying like um it's it's just so interesting with them doing the every time that private party you know has a match or whatever and Matt Hardy walks out, it just makes me think like okay they're setting up for the Hardy Boys return like you know it's happening you just don't know when it's happening mm-hmm. it feels like there's gonna be a split from the Hardy brand and then that's immediately what happens Jeff comes in like they're just kind of making way for Jeff to come in so it's bound to happen we just don't know when. I wonder what song he'll come back to. <laughs> you keep saying that you want to come back. What was the What was the song that you really wanted uh, him to come back in? WWE it was no more. No more words. Yeah. Words. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they're gonna get that. But yeah, I wonder what song he'll debut in AEW too. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Um. So, how'd you feel about Buddy Matthews joining the House of Black? I'm surprised you were able to say Buddy Matthews and not Buddy Mur- Murphy. I mean, I got I got it wrote down right here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is hard though, because like when he when he like um came out and they were like Buddy Matthews, I was like, that's the name he chose. Like you still <laughs> kept the buddy, but I guess like that's a, what people know him by. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just kind of feels like he's literally copy and pasted from WWE onto AEW. He had the was, same clothes on and everything, yeah. same look. He looked a lot bigger, but it's literally like the same look. And I'm like, okay, like. I can see it, you know what I mean? But I don't know if he's dark enough to be with the House of Black, but we'll have to see what he does since he's joined them. You know what I mean? It almost so what my first impressions of like first seeing him, like literally I'm just watching this live scene. I was just my first thought was where are they gonna place him on this card? <laughs> like before he be black thing, I was just thinking, where are they gonna place him on this card? He's interrupting this tag match with, with Pac and uh Penta and Malachi Black, like some ex WWE guys. It was just like Okay, where are they gonna put him? They've got to put him somewhere. We've already got so many people. And then he does the House of Black thing, and he turns. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that kind of makes sense because he's kind of done something with Seth Rollins, where he was like an occult there. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, yeah, it kind of feels like they copy and paste when he was in that. Well, I don't know if you would call it that, like a society, or whatever. But whatever he did with um, Seth Rollins Seth. when he was following them, it feels like he's gonna be a follower of Black, basically. So it's like a copy and paste of that um yeah, but i don't sure. know 
I don't, I don't, I don't, I kind of, I mean, it's cool, you know, man. I just don't know how far it goes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it will be good if they have it where he's with them for a little bit and then he turns on Malachi Black and they have their own separate feud or set of matches. I think that's joined, but I feel not, like... not now. I mean, like in the future, like if he eventually ends up breaking up from him and he starts his own thing, but I feel like that would make sense that, you know, they plant the seeds a little. A little while from now, and then eventually they break up, and then he goes on and does his own thing. But this, yeah. th- I feel like this is a good way to bring him in because he's with the group. And in AEW, for some reason, like it's everybody's in a faction. Like I feel like <laughs> gangs. You know what I mean? Like everybody's in their <laughs> own. They're in their own gang, their own group. You know what I mean? And I feel like he's just in this group right now. But I just feel like eventually, like they have to butt heads. You know what I mean? And then they'll break up. But I, I know that. it's early, but eventually I see that happening. I can see that. Yeah. And then um, I know Eddie Kingston is, is your guy. I know it's your guy. But me, personally, I feel like I don't know if he can win the big one against Jericho. Because I don't know when the last time Jericho won a big feud, and I feel like he could use this a little more than Eddie. You feel like you feel like Jericho could use a push this late in his career? Not this late, no. I just, I personally feel like I don't know if Eddie Kingston can win the big one against Jericho. We'll see. I feel we'll like see. he, ha- I feel like he has to because he's kind of taking some L's, especially like for the title. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like he needs it way more. Yeah, I feel like he he could do it. I feel like he could do it, but it's like the, just the way the promo went down. I was like, I don't know. I'm doubting him a little bit. Like I don't know if he could do it. <laughs> he said he when he saw him, he looked like a jobber. <laughs> yeah. He kind of did. I was when, I, when I first saw him, I was, I was like, rolling. "Who is this dude? Like, is this like a Ring of Honor guy or something?" But yeah. over time, like he's really been dope, and you know, it's been great to see his promos. And even in this promo, like he just really stood out. Like he, it's kind of hard to try to outdo Jericho, like a legend like Jericho, and he kind of did that in the promo a little bit. Yeah. Um, people, people love Eddie Kingston for his heart. Like I'm kind of learning that because I can't lie. Like when I first saw Eddie, like. I didn't get it immediately, you know what I mean? And I was kind of introduced to him as, like, Moxley's old friend and everything. So I didn't initially get it. But now when I see his heart and, and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I, I totally get it. You know what I mean, I, I totally get the character. But with that being said, you know, with heart, you don't really have to win matches. You know what I mean? So Very true. Yeah. I don't know if he will be Jericho, to be honest. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, like, storyline-wise, like it does make sense. And, like, he does need it wrestling wise but me personally i'm like can he beat jericho <laughs> yeah i mean like they're two totally different wrestlers but we'll, we'll have to see what happens at revolution and yeah to see if he pulls it out but i think it'll be a dope match though yeah and then the women's so the women's championship match or rather i think it's the tnt is it the tnt title so it's just the women's title it's oh no well technically yeah so the whole tnt slash tbs thing kind of did throw me <laughs> off a little bit it's a little confusing um, but for the for the women's championship with Thunder Rosa, um, fighting Britt Baker, I've never wanted somebody to win so much in my life. Um, are you so? Are you kind of over the Britt Baker thing? Or are you still you still loving it? Or I'm over it. I'm over, okay, <laughs> I'm over. It. I thought so. Okay, we're on the same page. Yeah, the DMD. I'm tired of seeing it. Like you know what I mean. It, it's been dope for a while. You know what I mean. But I think it's just time for there to be another champion. And there was a second where Thunder Rosa held up the title after you know she attacked Brit, and I was like, this is a fitting picture. Like <laughs> she looks better with the title. She's super over with the fans. Like it just makes yeah. sense for her to be the champion. You know what I mean, I don't know what it looks like as far as like the storyline with maybe you know Brit trying to get her title back eventually. Hopefully she doesn't. Um, but I just feel like it the title needs to change hands for the you know for the roster, the for, roster to kind of grow. A beatable champion, like you yeah. 
you know, like I kind of looked, I kind of looked at that, you know, I looked at all the people that Britt Baker has kind of ran through over the last, last, you know, over a year. And I'm like, dang, all these people could have kind of been bigger stars. Like it's kind of, it's time. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. Britt Baker's as big as she is going to get or needs to get, you know what I mean? Like there needs to be a new champion. We need to see, you know, with Thunder Rosa, then you can have Thunder Rosa and, you know, Ruby Soho, like all that. But it's like, if it's just Britt Baker running through the competition, it's not entertaining anymore. It's not no. You get to that John Cena level where it's like, all right, fam. Uh, and it's different. Somebody it's, else. Yeah, it is. It is different. It's a different situation because I know somebody will be like, "Well, what about Jay Cargill? You know, she's like twenty six and zero, but it's like she hasn't been champion for like over a year now. Like it's, it's totally. Different. It's felt like three years, dang. Yeah, it's, here, been, but yeah. it's been like two or three years. Like it's it's been a minute. So yeah, yeah I think it's definitely time for a new champion. Just have new faces. Uh, with, or else you had to bring in like an ex WWE person or somebody of like of that caliber with Britt Baker to beat her. It's just like, no, just have somebody in house beat her. Have Thunder Rosa beat her. Like it's it's an obvious choice for me. I hope she does. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And then especially like the optic of Martinez as like her muscle, I think that'll be dope as well. Yeah. And I just feel like whenever Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker get together, they always pull out classics. They yeah. just have great chemistry together. So I'm more excited for the match than anything. But I think as far as like tuning in every week to watch AEW, I need to see something different with this women's division. You know <laughs> a I mean? different person, yeah. A different person, yep. Yeah. But that being said, I think that's pretty much I would I would pretty much bet anything that Thunder Rose is actually gonna win a revolution. Yeah, definitely. I I need to go back and um say that Jeff is not coming back to AEW. He's debuting in AEW, hopefully. <laughs> I feel like I said he's coming back to AEW. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Well, that's why okay. he's always coming back somewhere. <laughs> right, right, right. He's always returning somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was another episode of Ross Wrestling Podcast. Please remember, if you did not like it, you can't complain because we told you it was all for some jump. It's all for some podcast. Peace. Peace. like this episode be sure to subscribe on the podcast app of your choice also follow us on instagram at off wrestling podcast and on twitter at off wrestling one